know about the rest of my hosts here, but I'm absolutely stuffed. We just had a fantastic staff breakfast at Scrambled in OKC. It was uh, really good. It was very good. I'm beginning to think maybe three pork chops, three sunny side up eggs, and breakfast potatoes wasn't the best like pre-host a podcast meal. Are you feeling a little logy? Are you gonna, are we gonna catch like you sleeping? I might be dozing off between between. Glad you didn't have the Luther. You all will have to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the Luther, the uh, famous um, donut burger. It was good yes. though. It was very yeah. good. Carly, oh, wait, is Carly, that what you got? No. Oh. Uh, you would have known if I got the Luther <laughs> burger. Carly, what did you get? I got the OG breakfast, just with uh, eggs, toast, mm-hmm. and potatoes. How was it? It looked big. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Their pancakes are very good. They're huge. Were they? I had the French. Toast. It was really good. It's bigger than my head. Yeah, their bacon's great too. Well, twenty um, third scrambled on twenty third. Yes. Our friend JB, he was on the mm-hmm. show recently, and we just had breakfast there. Mm-hmm. So that's a good way to start the show. It really is. And I'm yeah. glad we're doing these a staff breakfast. Now. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, fun. So today we're bringing on some guests that might challenge your deeply held beliefs. That's right. We're tackling the deeply held Oklahoma conviction of gas station loyalty by bringing in Cheryl Reeder and her daughter Mary Hathaway to talk about their family business, Reeder's Tire and Auto in Tulsa, a local non-chain service station option that is truly leveling up the gas station food and snack game. More on that in a minute, but first let's hear from our sponsor. You are called to be bold. You have a right to the best wireless service, high-speed internet, and customer service at a price you can feel good about. At Bravado Wireless, we know this. That's why we put you and you, your community first. Bravado Wireless, the power of connection. So the Reader's Auto Service Station has been in their family business for multiple generations. So I know Cheryl, the current owner, she probably had an idea of what she was going to do when she grew up. Uh, but that got me thinking about what were some of our own childhood ideal careers. Hmm. So the question of the week, we asked you all, what was your dream job as a child? Uh, Nathan Gunner, I know you were a child once. Did you uh, have never. a dream job? I reject that. That yes. is a that is a heck of an a, <laughs> an accusation to make yes. um, that I was ever a child. Um, country music star. Oh, was a big one. But really, um, National Geographic magazine editor. So I didn't stray far. I've yes. been on I've been on the path for a while. Yeah. Yeah, but I did. My dad subscribed to National Geographic starting in the fifties. Our whole basement was full of them. He never threw an issue away, and I just loved to sit down there and go through them and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just really, it made me excited about doing this work. And now that I'm grown, I'm actually glad I don't, I think OKT is a better gig than National Geographic, uh-huh. honestly. You're Seriously. Probably right. Probably doesn't pay as well, but um, I think it's probably more I think f- there's a lot less um, stress. A lot less stress and it's a lot more fun. Yeah. National Ge- Geographic is so inspiring, though. It is. It's, no, it's a beautiful publication. When you're reading now. it as a young person. Yeah. It's it's very, got me, you know, got me interested in the world and curious and all that kind of thing. And it's it's a great, it's a great magazine. I still subscribe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wanted to be a National Geographic, really just a writer mm-hmm. for National Geographic. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to spoil my own answer, but I I knew, I felt like I wanted to write from the time I was like in the fifth grade, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's an early thing that sets in. Um, they're they're still really working is. on a vaccine. <laughs> yes. Uh, senior <laughs> editor Carly Barra. You know, it's so funny that you say you decided in the fifth grade that you want to be a writer because when I was in the fifth grade, I wrote an essay for Veterans Day and my teacher was like, you should be a writer. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. That's how it begins. <laughs> your, your, little, your teacher uh, gives you some praise and you're just uh, hooked no. for a lot. Uh-huh. I'm good. 
wanted something. (laughs) (laughs) No, but what I, my dream jobs when I was a young kid was always veterinarian. Mm. Um, But then when I got older, I realized that a big part of that is having to put uh, Mm -hmm. cats and dogs to sleep. And I just didn't want to have to do that. So my second dream job was forensic psychologist. I I wanted to interview serial killers. Wow. Either way, that's a dirty, either one of those careers is very dirty. Yes. Like very dirty, grimy job. You know, at UCO, Uh they have a great uh, forensic science program. Yeah. And you know what? If you're interested in helping animals and forensics, Mm -hmm. you can actually go and be a forensic wildlife investigator Mm -hmm. and you can help stop trafficking around the world. So I'm like obsessed with that school. It's so cool. That would be an amazing Mm -hmm. job. Wow. That really would be cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Megan, what was your, uh, young Megan, channel your inner young Megan. Uh, I could never quite make up my mind. Um, I know, I think, back to like things that I wrote I I would say that I wanted to be an astronomer or a zoologist mm. or something that studied the natural world or an Olympic swimmer or a lawyer <laughs> this is why I love being a kid <laughs> yes. this is one of the fun things about being a kid is you're like I don't know what I'm going to do there's a thousand yeah. possibilities uh-huh. yeah, yes. I'm going to do them all now I'm like yeah. the window closes I, I remember I made this list once like when I was in junior high and it was like we had some like motivational speaker at school it was like make a list of everything you want to accomplish in your life and stick to it and do it all right like telling 13 year olds that right like uh-huh. what a good speech this was but I did do that and it was like I want to be a, it was it sounded it was like I want to be a lawyer and an astrophysicist and a doctor and a writer and a photographer uh, uh-huh. and an actor and a musician and also I want to save all the animals of the world like yeah I was like yeah. I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to all this school well really what it comes down to when I think about it now is like I you know I wanted to be an Olympic swimmer but what I really wanted was a really big pool <laughs> And I wanted to be a lawyer because I wanted to fight people and have a lot of money. Right. And then. I think that's why a lot of people become lawyers. I know. It's Uh it's so sad when they find out that lawyers don't actually make that much. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then scientists, that's just. that's the fun, you know. Right. Just, a white science coach. Well, yeah, I know. Really like that's that's the She really likes I, test tubes. I think <laughs> I maybe was really interested in. Yeah. Was just studying the world around me, which mm-hmm. with, you know, with what we kind of get to do that yeah. um, through writing. Yeah, so. and we don't have to mess with any math. Yeah. So it's no, kind of the best so that, worlds. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. better for the world that yeah. I wasn't <laughs> messing with math. <laughs> yeah. So Nice. What about um, you, Ben? What is this um, secret surprise dream well, job? That you oh, have? well, I already sort of alluded to the fact that I wanted to write for a long time mm-hmm. um the first time that set in was uh we i liked going to baseball games as a kid like most kids do and my parents were like you know you could be a sports writer and i was like whoa i never thought of that before and then i still remember this to this day i had like these visions of me with dark sunglasses and like a black uh leather trench coat for some reason <laughs> this is what i imagined that sports reporters did and i was uh just running I was just like uh, fast walking through the stadium like because I had places to be nice. during the game <laughs> nice um, you weren't just a, some fan you were right. like important to the process yes. yeah. no. you, um, needed, you needed to get that information to the masses that's right exactly that's right. Uh, but sports writing is hard oh it is oh my gosh it's, it's also so very hard. competitive yeah and it's tough because as a person who likes to watch a ball game, I don't I like I like to watch the ball game and then when it's over, I am done with it and mm-hmm. I'm moving on. I don't yeah. wanna Yeah. It's always linger. amazing to me, like I was watching um, you know, the Eagles and the Bucks last night, mm-hmm. and I'm always amazed by how like when they're not 
actively calling a game, when they're just talking and doing analysis, sportscasters sound so stupid <laughs> all the yeah, time. Yeah. They all sound like raging idiots. But then, like, try calling a game as it's happening. Oh, it yeah. is hard. Like, that is a really, really, really hard thing to do. It, it really is. Like, it's amazing to me that people are able to do Like, I, I gained a whole new respect for sportscasters when I realized how hard it is to actually do what they, mm-hmm. they do while the game is happening. Yes. And yeah. uh, Matt Pinto, the Thunder radio yeah. broadcaster, he does it by himself. Which yeah. Is, to call a whole radio broadcast of a game by yourself. That yeah. You know what it was? Level. You know what it was that opened my eyes to it was that uh, Boom Goes the Dynamite video. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember that? The college, yes. the guy in college who was famous. like, couldn't, who couldn't do it. And I was like, oh, yeah, this would actually be really hard. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I thought that was a good line. Okay, I guess I'm not good <laughs> out of this. But he's like 10 seconds behind, right? Yeah. You have to think, yeah, it's hard. It's a hard thing to do. Yeah. What do people online say? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, Lori Carlson, she said, I wanted to be Perry Mason, not oh. just an attorney, Perry Mason. <laughs> be that specific attorney. Yes. Okay. Uh, I we all want to grow up to be fictional characters right. at some point. Um, Marvin P. James said a cobbler, not the cherry kind. I'm talking about <laughs> shoes here. Uh, he says I was amazed by the tools, machines, smell of leather, and the mm. shop itself. I would have went bankrupt. No one has shoes repaired anymore. That they is do. something that I Megan would has like shoes to repairs. do now. Repair. Oh, I yes, I yeah. repair shoes, and I would love to make shoes. Yeah, you that'd be fun. Air shoes? Well, you take your shoes and get them repaired. Oh, yeah, okay. no, yeah. I don't do it myself. No, right. I'm, I was I saying, was Megan, say Megan is a person I know who actually takes her shoes and gets them repaired. These Most people boots. don't do that. Yeah. These boots? These boots are getting are made for walking. Well, they're made for walking, yeah. but sometimes if things are made, they break. They yeah, no. But Especially I'm nowadays. I, I take them to these boots. It's the name of the business that yes. you take them to. On You're not being funny. These okay. boots. In Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. 36 and Penn in Oklahoma City. These boots. All right. Pam Ferguson said, in second grade, I decided to be a teacher after college graduation I spent over 30 years in the classroom oh that's great Pam's my like distant cousin yes yeah so um way to go Pam <laughs> thanks is P- Pam is your distant cousin I think so yeah okay well congratulations I don't know <laughs> I, I'm not I can't see the Facebook avatar that you're reading that's from, true but, yeah. Pam F- Ferguson yeah okay uh Helen Frazier Sutherland says veterinarian model and ballerina okay so I hope all these at once I don't know just like Natalie Portman. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's spot on. I feel like a veterinarian is a common thing with kids. Mm-hmm. Marine biologist is the ocean version of veterinarian. Yeah, yes. but it, like yeah. Carly found out, it's uh, actually it's kind of a sad or a bit, bit yeah. of a It can be. Yeah, yeah, it can be. It just takes a very, like, you do a lot more good probably, but it just takes a very strong person to not be taken down yeah. by the sadness. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. Kat Jensen said, I wanted to be a naturalist and study animals. I think that is uh, nice. Again, we like that. Kids yeah. love animals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy with the Instagram handle uh, OKC Phil. Do we know him? We do know <laughs> him. We're married to him. Oh, that's we're all is. married that's to him. News. Congrats <laughs> us. Uh, this is Carly's husband, uh, Philip Yabara, said uh, paleontologist. Good yes. one. Good one, Philip. He, he did. He also went to Southeastern um, to be a uh, to study animals. Oh. He did. I, yeah. He told me about it cool bat Aww. project that he did so bat bat yeah they studied oh. eastern eastern red bats mm, cool that yeah. is cool huh. that's awesome random philip trivia for you <laughs> oh. well 
and two other people we know. Uh, I'd be remiss not to mention uh, Colleen McIntyre. Colleen, yes. our publisher, yeah. Yes, Colleen said that she wanted to be a high school English teacher. Aww. And Bridget Sloan, the, the very famous Bridget Sloan, if you're a fan of the podcast, said a country music star. Which she uh-huh. she kind of did for yeah. a little bit and very much became a rock star mm-hmm. for, a little, for a while. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's still a rock star around here. Well, as yeah, in, in life. Yes. Uh, okay. That's well, fun. That's a good one. That was a good question. Yes, yeah. it was. I had I a lot like of fun. That. The readers had a lot of fun. Yeah. It's always fun when the readers have fun. <laughs> Otherwise, we don't have as much fun. Right. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know about the rest of you, but all that talking made me really hungry for a gourmet pizza pocket. So let's hear from Cheryl and Mary about readers in Tulsa. All right. So we're joined today by Cheryl Reader and Mary Hathaway. Uh, they are with Readers Auto and Tire in Tulsa, and you either are, uh, already know about Readers and are a big fan, or you'll it'll be your new obsession after this podcast. Um, so Readers Auto and Tire is uh, basically if you've got a car and you've got an, an appetite, this is the place you need to go. Uh, we have a story about readers in our January-February food-themed issue, uh, which I encourage all our readers to check out. Uh, Cheryl and Mary, how are you all doing today? We're doing good. Yeah. yeah, we're doing good. Very cool. Uh, so gas stations are known for sort of quick snacks, uh, candy, fountain drinks, uh, the roller the roller grill, and you know, you know I love a good uh, gas station taquito, but uh, Readers sort of takes it to the next level, a, a level that gas stations rarely uh, achieve. So I guess Cheryl, take me through, how did you, uh, how did Readers come to have this elevated food offerings um, for gas stations? Well, back in like 2019, um, we decided you know, it was either, as my husband always says, which is her dad, always says, you got to go, go big or go home. And so we knew we needed to compete with the Tulsa market. You know, there's big chains on every corner, but there's only one readers. And we're at 21st and Lewis in Tulsa, close to Utica Square. If you shop at Utica Square, you know us. And um, we knew we needed to be different. So we decided to hire Chef Christy. Um, and we met with her in 2020. We started the remodel in 2019, yeah. 2020s, we, we opened back up and, um, so a chef, a chef at a, at a auto and gas station. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's a so new concept. Kind of back up. I actually, after undergrad, um, I went to culinary school myself. I'm a big foodie. I don't, I like to cook at home, yeah. but not in a huge setting. I like to promote food. So mm-hmm. I contacted chef Christy and you're not, you're, it's crazy how I met her. I met her through social media. I offered her a job through Instagram. Wow. Yeah. And she came down. We just hit it off. Um, and she started the uh, Fresh to Convenience. Um, we, we believe that you can get fresh food to go. So there's no place to sit down at our store. It's fresh to convenience to go. So we trademarked that back in 2019. Um, Chef Christy came on board 2020. And it's been, it's just blown up. Social media yeah. has blown us up. But we right. make all kinds of different foods, stuff that you're not think a gas station would have. Would have. We don't have taquitos at all. <laughs> so some of our famous things that we have, what would you say is our number one thing? Um, everyone really likes the brown butter salmon bowl, which is Ooh. like immediately fish at a gas station is normally not a thing. Uh-huh. But 
our brown butter salmon bowls. Um, I love the mandarin crunch salad, trail mix cookies. So think of your favorite trail mix. And that's literally in a cookie with, I think it's like three different types of chocolates in it. It's amazing. Today they were making them and they even put them in the freezer section so you can take them and bake them at home. Oh, that's good. smart. Yeah. yeah. We do TV dinners. Yeah. Um, we do, um, we have dips. And we have one dip. It's called crack dip and it is highly addicting. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Be strong enough. So we just kind of took gas station food and just up the game. Like, and yeah. I think like a good example of upping the game of gas station food is like our pizza pocket. Yes. So our pepper, we have pepperoni pizza pockets that have went really viral on social media. And basically what it is, it's like almost like a pastry crust and then it's homemade pizza sauce inside pepperoni cheese and they bake it and then they put parmesan cheese and like butter and seasonings on top then you get homemade ranch with it so it's just elevated gas station food and we only guarantee that yeah it's at, been so busy yeah, yeah we, had we make- sell out mm, so we have to yes. hire a guy and that's all he makes now that's all his whole job yeah. is making pizza packets and now we've added our, we are famous for our pickles too and so he makes pizza pockets and pickles every saturday all day saturday that's all he does yeah, oh, a, a pickle, a pickle and pizza pocket guy. Yeah, right, well, you need to come see. Him. Is that his job title? I don't know. He is. He, yeah, yeah, and it's actually it's it's Chef Christy hired her son, and um, that's like his great grandmother's or great great somebody. It's some recipe, but she just makes good food. You know, mm. when, we, when I met Chef Christy, her car, her her business card said, "There's nothing better than more than there's nothing better than butter than more butter." Her mm. license tag is butter. Says that she's just a better person, butter lover. Butter lover is what she is. Yes. Right. Well, I think the great thing about all the different kinds of offerings uh, that you all have is that you have so many bases covered and so many tastes covered. So you've got the snack food, you've got lunch options, uh, healthy options, you've got uh, you know meals uh, for when you're in a pinch. Uh, so really just all the bases covered and how, how much work goes into like planning these meals? Cause I know you all have different specials and it kind of changes up. Well, honestly, it's all chef Christy and chef Dominic. They're the masterminds in the kitchen. Basically we do more of the convenience store, candy, TikTok boxes, trendy candy videos and that stuff. And then, Chef Christie's planning. She plans all the time. She's constantly thinking, thinking of new ideas, scrolling the internet. And then so, we send her ideas. Yeah. Like the, the latest thing she created was this trail mix. And I had had this trail mix when I was traveling and I was like, man, it's so good. It's like a barbecue, sweet barbecue trail mix with uh, Cheetos. That was mm. the keyword, Cheetos. So I brought some back to her and I'm like, hey, this is really good. We should make it. And then like the next day she was like, here you go. And I'm like, <laughs> She made it even better. She made it even better, and we can't keep that in stock. And then yeah. he, she, she makes like orders like special like chips or something online, right? Yeah. She can't make it as fast as it's selling because she has to wait for her order to come in because she puts like a special chip in it. Honestly, the things that she comes up with, her and Dominic, are mind blowing. Yeah. I, I would never like expect the flavor combinations mm-hmm. that they. Yep. Today was bulgogi tacos. Yeah, bulgogi tacos. Ooh. I've heard something about, uh, and I, I haven't, we're based in Oklahoma City, so even though it's like number one on my list to do, I haven't had a chance to actually go out to readers yet, but uh, I hear about the taco bombs. I need to get a taco bomb. They're so, yes. they're the bomb. They're so. Yes, those 
taco bombs are so good. And those are more limited. So Peace Pockets, we have every day. But the taco bombs, she doesn't make all the time because it's homemade dough. It's a long process. It's filled with like taco meat. And I think there's like olive, black olives black inside. Olives. It's just everything would be on a taco. But no lettuce or anything like that. Yeah. And then it, she bakes it and then she puts cheese on top. And then you get ranch. Sometimes she'll do like a chipotle ranch in there. Mm. So a lot of different things. Taco bombs are really good. And the key to all this is what we're saying is if you see an item, like we're talking about taco bombs, we don't have these items all the time, but she posts a menu every day so you can see. So if she ever posts and says taco bombs, you should come that day because you don't know when you're going to get it again. And normally taco bombs are at lunch. We, yeah. Yeah. But we always guarantee pizza pockets at lunch at like 11 until they run out. And yeah. people get like, right. we, had, we had people, there was, so we're also, we went viral. Did you see where we went viral on? You've all gone viral a few times. So oh, you have to her. specify. It's this yeah. girl right here. <laughs> That's all, you know, do you follow her? If you don't follow her on social media, she's Mary Hathaway. She does, um, or Mary Ledbetter. What do you go by on social media? On TikTok, it's Mary Ledbetter, but you can, if you type in Mary Hathaway, my name pops up and then it's Mary Hathaway on Instagram. And I go like around to a bunch of, Tulsa places and or all over Oklahoma I posted about my life so and those are where the videos of it's always the same tagline so people listening might have heard it it's like my family owns the coolest gas station in Tulsa Oklahoma let me show you around and that one has gone viral I think I've done it like four five, times four and or it's five. Like four or five million views yeah. wow it's like yeah. we're packed for like a week a month yeah a month it's like 25 people non-stop and we just I start calling our vendors because we do a lot of um we work with a lot of Oklahoma vendors too. And I'm like, calling, I'm like, and I, I literally would call people. I'm like, she's viral. We need more product. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we had cookie mama. That's based out of um, South Tulsa. She brings us cookies every day. And I'm literally, I call her, I text her and I'm like, we're viral. She's promoted your product. We need product. And her and her husband, they go into their, they have a storefront and then they cook, uh, make cookies on Sundays and deliver them. It's just the community that we have, in our area so it's there were wants to help everybody and we promote other businesses and stuff like that within our business well cheryl i've seen you also in the tiktok and instagram uh reels so uh what is that something you pictured your your career as an influencer now, you know it's so funny is we got big during the pandemic because we were um an essential business so i so we have full service, we have self-service, we have a car wash, we have a shop, and we have the kitchen. And so during this, the, the time where everybody was closing down, we were open because, you know, we're a gas station, um, we're a restaurant, and we have a shop. So the guys in the shop would be working, and um, I we bought this table, we put it together, we had all these different phones out, and we would go live on all the different plat platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and um we would people would watch me eat and we would promote our gas station food but the reason we were doing it in the shop is to promote our shop because a lot of places were shut down and so we um people would tune in and i would have like hundreds of people sitting there watching me eat yeah. that's how we got big and then we it was the um it was during 2000 when she was in college and fresh a freshman in college and she would literally call me and see she would say what would you say go ahead and say it. i don't know I, when I, when I oh like, please I, take this down <laughs> You're oh, so yeah. embarrassing. You're so embarrassing. Well, she, oh. was, she was, she was really going viral because of Tiger King at a gas station. She would like, they would dress up as Tiger King when that was all going on. Oh yeah. She'd be dancing. And yes. So she was on TikTok and Instagram before I ever was posting like that. 
And then she 2020 was a special time. It brought out a lot of things that we we never oh, yeah. knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so people enjoyed it and people would come in and, you know, um, and then Mary, um, when I got invited to an influencer, you know, they, ho- they host these influencer events and I had, um, sorry, my phone's ringing. Um, so she, um, had went with me to an influencer event and I'm like, Hey, can you post this and do, 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 do all this stuff? And she said, I don't know how to do that. And I'm like, well, if you're going to run my marketing department stuff, you need to learn how to do it. So she always has to beat everybody. Mm-hmm. And so she had yeah. to beat, she wanted to beat me. Yeah. And so she, that's how she started doing it. So we work on each other's platforms. So she does all the reader stuff, but then she'll, we always say, can you throw me a bone? And so when she does, it's blow, it, you know, it blows up. So we, you know, between us, we probably have what, 200,000 followers on all platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and that sort of touches on one of the great things about readers is that it is uh, truly a family business and it's been in the family uh, for generations. 1961. Yes. Uh, well, Cheryl, you can answer this. And uh, Mary, you can as well, uh, also being in the family. What was it like to sort of growing up uh, around the business? Uh, what's sort of the dynamic there? You, you like, is it something that you, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just, and how has it changed also through the years? Well, I need to give you a little, I'll give you a little background of, um, and you probably don't even know it. Texaco, we were Texaco back in 1961, in the 1960s. And mm-hmm. Texaco's marketing headquarters was, is directly next door to us. It's probably what, a five-story building. And so yeah. that was part of the marketing and maybe accounting for, um, for Texaco. And so if you were going to build a Texaco in California back in the sixties, they would, Texaco would fly you in and you would you would come to over to our store and that's what your store is going to look like. So we were always updating. So if they updated, you know, the pumps or the store or the, the way the service department looked, because everything looked uniform back then, um, it, it happened to our store first. So we were always evolving. So we never just, you know, it was always just, we were, we were always working to the next, for the next generation of moving up on, um, on, oh gosh, how would I say it? Just uh, cool. keeping up the, keeping up yeah. the, well, the Joneses? Yeah. But I think like also family, like you met my da- your husband, my dad, at he was getting gas at Readers. And my mom and dad met at the first gas station. Yeah. Oh, okay. There. And then I growing up, like I worked at the family business like in the summer. My brother, he's a senior in high school. He's worked during the summer. Mm-hmm. So I think. And it's just like now, now like Chef Christie, her son's working for us. You know, mm, yeah. lots of different families. Um, we've had uncles and cousins and everybody work for us. But um, we have about, what, 20? Like around 20 employees right now. And we're able to offer them um, benefits and insurance and all that kind of stuff, which is it's incredible for a small business as we are. Right. But um, So, yeah, working in the family business, I worked for my grandfather and my father. I had my uncles and everything like that. But um, we just learned, like, we just learned how Texaco wanted everything done. Like everything was faced a certain way and the cleanliness of the store, you know, you can always trust the, the back of the day, the slogan for Texaco is you can always trust the man who wears the star. So we've always just kept ourselves to a higher standard than most places. And um, we always try to open the door and greet our customers. That's a big thing for our, our um, client base is we're going to open that door. We're going to greet you. We want you to feel like you're part of our family. Yes. Yeah. Talk about um, some of your customers, because uh, having been, uh, you know, 
through the generations, I'm sure you have some very uh, loyal customers that you've built up throughout through the years. Uh, well, let's talk about the one teacher. Are you going to talk about the teacher? Oh, I was seeing that unit. We had Tom too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we have one employee that has worked for us for 50 years. Oh, wow. We yes. just celebrated it, what, last month? Yes. We had like a huge party for him and we had all, we had these t custom t-shirts made. And he wears the t-shirt now and he like, he'll see a customer that he knows and he like, cause like now it's cold. So he has like the sweatshirt on and then he has like a jacket over and he'll like be like, that's me. Cause it's like his face on the shirt and it says like 50 years. Nice. Um, so he wears it all the time and all the, everyone wears it at the. Well, after 50 years, I mean, you're pretty much family at that point, I'm sure. And oh. he has so many customers that come just for okay. him, know him. He knows all of their life stories. They're like friends. Mm -hmm. yeah, he always tells me, you know, so-and-so's this or da-da-da. And he reads the papers and he'll tell me all the stories. But, you know, we have a lot of, like, um, we have great customers. Yeah. But one of the funniest ones that we've had lately is we have a teacher um, that works across the street. And she, we have, like, what do we call them, reader fans? No, what, what do we call them? Oh, we have yeah. a name for the reader fans? A raving fans. Yeah, we have raving fans. We have raving oh. fans. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so, a part of the brand. Yeah. Nice. So we have raving fans, and we have one fan who she is like, readers are the best thing. Like, it's so much da da da, and just talks about us and talks about us. Well, she got in a heated argument with some friends, and she's like, no, it is. And so she came in and filmed me, filmed me saying, you know, people do drive two and three hours away to come and visit us. We, we just had somebody fly in. Um, they just took their family plane and flew in from Dallas. No, nice. like, <laughs> wow. We're 10 minutes. We're going to be close. You're going to be closed. And Jason, one of our guys was like, okay, I'll stay open. So they, they came in they were just, but they were just doing a Sunday afternoon plane but ride. But the, the teacher who she was talking to couldn't believe that people would drive two to three hours. So then you had to come and she filmed and was like, people do come. And then she shared it. It was a whole. Yeah. But she's very passionate about, she's a reader fan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and you all, um, in addition to the longtime fans, you probably built up a lot of following just uh, through all the social media stuff. You oh, could yeah. Do. yeah. 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 People come in and because we post so much on our both our platforms that people think we're, they're like, oh, we think you're <laughs> celebrity. It's like, our, it's like our it's our best friends. Like we're just yeah, they really know. It's it's weird when someone comes in, you've never met them like in person before, but they can have a full on conversation with you and, talk about <laughs> life and then ask like follow up questions. Yes. And, and it's the funniest is to watch their spouse and it's or husband or it's, it doesn't, it's just not all women. Like if they're talking to us about something and, and it's their spouse or whatever, they're just looking at you like, how do you know so much about these people? Like these yeah. two women, like, how do you know so much? And they're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's really fun when people come in and they recognize you. Yes. And then, and then you will go places and they'll be like, oh, it's the reader girls. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now that I've cut my hair, everyone is to yeah, everyone's like, really like, like, a little more like because my hair. Ah, uh, yes. Like, You've got to have the matching uh, and, and haircut. Our fans are so, like, when she got married in January, last January, she had, we had customers bringing us, like, the, your some of your best gifts were from customers. Yes. Yeah. And it was weird as, like, the, uh -huh. one of our customers works at a kitchen store and they said, oh, well, she didn't put it on her register because we thought it was a little too expensive to put on her register. And our other customer bought it. So we had customers helping other customers buying her gifts. It was crazy. I think, are we talking about my pants? Yes. 
they brought they, she's probably gonna listen thank you they're, they're <laughs> the best pans i have and i they're my favorite so nice yeah it's really nice pans and delivered them to the station yeah. but we just we're just kind of more of a family like when you come in you feel like it, you feel like it's, it's a small town and everybody knows everybody we all welcome people in right and we serve awesome food so we well, and one thing I want to touch on before we wrap up is that you all actually offer um, uh, full service uh, fueling, right? So yes. that's not something you encounter much anymore, usually. No, no, no. And it's not just getting your gas pumped into your car. It's more of a service. Like they yeah. wash your windows, check your tires. Um, if you get a full fill up over eight gallons, you get a free car wash. So, And there's, if there's something wrong with the car... We have a, a level one and level two BMW technician. We work on all makes and model, but that's what they're kind of specialized in. We work on everything. Mm -hmm. But um, if something's wrong with the car, then our guys on the drive will tell the guys in the shop and we'll say, hey, do you need us to try and get us in? You know, we offer same day service. So a lot of places. You um, have to have an appointment and you may have to book an appointment for your car two weeks out, but we're first come first serve. So people are uh, lined up. The, we open up at seven for the shop and people are lined up to get in and then it could be nine o'clock we're like we can't take any cars come back tomorrow right so yeah yeah so uh a, a popular uh popular service for sure yeah yeah uh so i have one more question so as someone who is a a rookie uh to to readers is showing up for the first time maybe they're feeling a little overwhelmed do you have any advice for the, the readers rookies okay so I would immediately come in. I would buy Pate's Pocket. I would buy whatever pastry that is available, like from Chef Chris to Chef Dominic, no matter if it's a scone or a Pop-Tart, because we make homemade, like, mm. Pop-Tarts that are amazing. Um, then I would go and I would grab a TikTok box. So like, we have these things called TikTok surprise boxes and it's everything that's trending on the internet. We put it into one box. So you oh, just wow. buy one box and you open it and there's so much trendy candy in there. And that's then clever. Probably. So I, my first suggestion before, like how she said, get a pizza pocket. If you better pick up that pizza pocket and hold on to it, because if you turn around, <laughs> it may be gone. It be gone. Uh, and been fights over before. Yeah. Grab your pizza pocket. Rush in and claim your pizza pocket that before everyone else. Literally have oh, a yeah. guy. Dill pickle soup. Dill, pick, or dill, dill pickle, pickle chowder. chowder. We, it, we went viral on like three different platforms. Like, and we, and it, we made like. But it wasn't us going viral. This one was like completely. We, we, one day, we, a couple weeks ago, actually, it, we were in the store and people kept coming in and calling. They're like, do you have the dill pickle chowder? Do you have the dill pickle chowder? And we hadn't made dill pickle chowder in a few weeks. So we were like, this is out of the blue. Like, is one of our posts doing well? Come to find out, it had been posted in a Facebook group called like Pickle Lovers or Pickle and, Lovers. <laughs> yeah, something. To, yeah, and there's like over 300,000 followers. So it got put in there. Wow. Another Tulsa Facebook group of people trying to like find it. So then we made dough pickle chowder for two weeks straight. Wow. Every yeah, yeah, that is really funny. Like, yeah. So, and so we had a guy come in and the lady knows, like, you know, to take whatever you're going to get and put it on the counter and you've claimed it. So yeah. she took the last pickle soup and claimed it and put it on the counter. When another guy comes in and he's like, hey, I've heard you have your famous for your pickle soup. And I'm like, yeah, well, I think we just sold out. And she was like, he was like, I see it right there. I'm like, well, that lady that's looking around still, that's her soup. And he was like, well, I'm here at the counter to buy it. And I'm like, we've already sold the soup to this other lady. It's, it's, it's sold. She hasn't paid for it. And 
So unbeknownst to the lady walking around, (laughs) having this guy, I mean, he's so mad about it. And he goes over the counter, he's pointing at her. And he was like, he's like, he's like, I hope you enjoy that soup. I came in just for that. And I'm like, we'll have it again. Just watch us on social media. We'll post about it. But that lady had no idea. She comes up to the counter. She's like, what's going on? And she just yeah. like, please be respectful when you visit uh, readers. Yeah, yeah, don't fight over the pickle soup. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, well, like I said, we uh, have a, the story about readers auto and tire in our January, February issue, which is out now. Uh, Cheryl and Mary, we've loved uh, having you on the show today. And uh, yeah, make sure to check them out. You're at the corner of East 21st and Lewis, right? 21st and Lewis. Yes. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks. That was one of my favorite stories from the food issue. It really was. I thought I, that was so cool. As an Oklahoma Cityan, I wasn't up on readers, and now I'm like I followed all their social media. I'm really, I'm in on the the readers, uh, the readers hive. Totally. I totally. really want to try those pizza pockets. I didn't Me think about too. it when we were in Tulsa the other day. I would have said, let's go by there. Uh huh. Totally but we blank. did try the shawarma shack oh, in Broken Arrow, and that was great. good. If you like, if you like Middle mm-hmm. Eastern Mediterranean food, yeah, you should shawarma. check it out. Yeah. Their menu says they have the best Philly cheesesteak in town, and I haven't tried all the other Philly cheesesteaks in Broken Arrow, but theirs is really good. Mm. So, would recommend. Yeah, that place was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's once again time to plumb the depths of TravelOK.com for our weekly pod vents. Is there anyone who would like to go first? I'll go today? first. Well, thank you. I've got a really good one, um, and it's exciting because it's one of the most well-reviewed Broadway musicals of the last decade or so, and it's coming to the McKnight Center for the, for the Performing Arts in Stillwater. Come From Away chronicles in song the true story of the 7,000 airline passengers who were stranded at Newfoundland's Gander International Airport after the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001, um, when all air traffic in the U.S. was shut yes. down and all the planes had to just land wherever they were. About 7,000 people landed in this town in Newfoundland, it doubled the population overnight. The music and book tell the story of the way the people of Gander welcome these new refugees and the culture clashes, unexpected connections, and moments of beauty through pain that followed. It's a really gorgeous story with some truly killer songs, and and it's only showing January 23rd and 24th, so call 405-744-9999 or visit mcknightcenter.org for tickets and more info. And that's McKnight, knight, like knight, mm, like yes. in Monty Python, McKnight. They're always having Center. great events at the McKnight mm-hmm. Center. Yeah, and Come From Away, is, it's, it's really great. Like, mm. I actually got emotional writing that because it's, it's really good. Right. Uh, Megan, what is your event? What is my event, Ben? I don't know. <laughs> I, I assigned it a while ago. Well, if you're looking for a swanky cultural experience, you're in for a treat at the Armstrong Auditorium in Edmond. Along with incredible acoustics in the theater, the lobby features three of the largest crystal chandeliers in North America, caramel onyx walls, mm-hmm. art exhibits, and more Austrian crystal than you can find in all the hobby lobbies <laughs> in all the land. <laughs> but all this finery pales in comparison to the world-class performance the audience will hear on January 25th when the Vita Guitar Quartet takes the stage. These four internationally acclaimed UK musicians and educators will play famous pieces from composers like Schubert, Vivaldi, Joaquin, Torina, plus West Side Story hits, including I Feel Pretty. <laughs> For more information, go to armstrongauditorium.org. That place is beautiful. It really they is. They really get some amazing I remember stuff we in saw some show there that was like some folk singers mm-hmm. performing years and years ago. Yeah, and it was great. Everybody who worked there seemed to be Australian, and <laughs> it was... It's all students at the college there. I think a lot of them are Australian. Yeah, and yeah. The, the just like the sound in that auditorium is really... Mm-hmm. I mean, 
it it really is one of the best places yeah, you can go to the show. Like the acoustics well, are crazy. And just the uh, aesthetics of the Absolutely, yeah. yeah. If you haven't venue. seen it, even if you're not really into classical music that much, it's worth going to no, see some of It's, a, it's an awesome venue. Yeah, it totally is. Mm-hmm. Very love that place. Very cool. Well, Carly, I would love to hear your event. Okay, well, I would love to share my event then. Um, so I'm going to start with a quote. I pick my favorite quotations and store them in my mind as ready armor, offensive or defensive, amid the struggle of this turbulent existence. Wow, I, I, just, I wasn't ready for something so heavy. That's <laughs> good. I, that. I did not say that. Oh, Robbie Burns yeah. said that. Uh, no, yes. which is Who? relevant to my event. Robert Burns. Robert oh. Burns. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're about to talk about. I am. Tonight, <laughs> I'm, or today, uh, I'm going to talk about Scott Fest Burns Night, uh, which is January 27th at River Spirit Casino Resort in Tulsa. Tickets are $135, which is a lot, but you're celebrating the entire country of Scotland, which yeah. is amazing. And also Robbie Burns, who was a good old Robbie Burns, the official yeah. poet of Scotland. Yeah, he's the Shakespeare of Scotland, right? Uh, yeah. So obviously there will be some poetry readings and some toasts, um, but also performances by the Tulsa Metro Pipe Band, the Waxy Dargles, which is just so fun to say, <laughs> dancing and food. So it's a whole event, and it like lasts. A good deal. It lasts until like two o'clock in the morning, oh, so it's a fun. good party. That sounds like a lot of fun. And I'm guessing there's gonna be some drinking too. Yep. So I wonder oh, if there'll yeah. be any haggis. Where you're kilt and I also <laughs> wanna add that they do a Burns uh, Burns Night celebration at Sean Cummings in Oklahoma City. Oh. Don't feel like leaving Oklahoma City. I like that Irish Scotch solidarity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that anti imperialist kind of kind of feeling. We I like gotta that. stand up to those imperialists. Agree, agree. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, there's no imperialists in my event. That's good. Good. Yes. <laughs> the main event this Saturday at the Skirvin Hilton Hotel in Oklahoma City might more accurately be described as an event of mains. Of course, it's all about horses during the Oklahoma Quarter Horse Hall of Fame and Convention. If you're in the horse world, earning admission into the, those hallowed halls is surely an unbridled honor, and it goes without saying that every honoree is outstanding in their field. <laughs> this year's honorees have not been shared publicly yet, at least not that I'm aware of, but last year they actually inducted more humans than horses. The human honorees included the late trainer and owner Doug Carpenter, veterinarian trainer and Oklahoma Quarter Horse Association advisor Dr. Bob Story, breeder Ron McMillan but of course it behooves me it behooves me to draw attention to the equine honoree the legendary 1950s racehorse three bars known not just as an ace on the track but as a coveted and prolific stud siring more than 500 foals in his day that's wow wow uh, good luck filling those horseshoes. Uh, a reception party for this year kicks off the evening festivities at 5 p.m. and the OQHA Hall of Fame and year-end award ceremony begins promptly at 5.45. Admission includes access to the open bar. And if there is an open trough as well, I'd hope they'd let you use that too. <laughs> Reserve your seat and dinner now. The price is $75 per adult and $35 uh, per, per child, person younger than 18. Uh, go online to okqha.org slash hall-of-fame, or you can just go to okqha.org, and you'll, you'll find the link once you're there. Um, or you can call 405-440-0694, and they'll steer you in the right direction. Uh, so, yes, that was my nice. event. 
It's a good event. That sounds like fun. And um, I guess now I don't want to drink out of the trough. No. I'm just gonna say that right now. No. If you don't the planners of that event are listening, please don't open the trough. More for us. To the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <As> horses. <laughs> Um, the star of the show, I'm going to give it to uh, veterinarians. And not not so much the people who wanted to be veterinarians, but the ones who... Absolutely. They are rock stars. They really are. They really are. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't, Thank you, veterinarians. I couldn't deal with that much. Oh, I'm just yeah. saying, every time I'm going on, going to the vet, something gross is going on. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, that's you know why I mean? we're thankful for. Exactly. Good for them. Uh, if you like the show and you still can't get enough, head to OklahomaToday.com or pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. Send your feedback to OKTPod at TravelOK.com. I'll talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Carly Barra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song, editing, and production help by Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit oklahomatoday.com. Goodbye. Good show. All right, I'm ready for my post-brunch uh, nap now. Okay, go lay down. Just don't go into my office. <laughs>